Yo, yo, what's up? It's your boy Stretch. One more again on the topic of relationships. I like to talk about relationships. I had a couple of them going on. Two of them going on in my life. Um, relationships. Relationships are built on trust, motivation, education, of course, stimulation, and evaluation. If you get all that and put it together, you need to evaluate it before you even decide to do anything else, as I found out. But uh, now I want to talk about relationships. Um, so I kind of know a few people who have a few relationships. Um, some of them are private. Some of them are exposed. You know, the first thing people do is run to social media with their problems. Those, okay, those kind of relationships, those social media relationships, they're dangerous and they're good. I say they're dangerous because you're exposing yourself and exposing your relationship. And if you put the wrong thing, people can either use that against you or, you know, just, I, I call it, I call it lint pulling. So basically they take all your information, put it in their pocket and pull it out whenever they want to. So they lint pulling you. Um, you got the second kind of kind when people run home, back home to their parents and all that stuff and the bounce back and the bounce, you know, all that crap and all. Well, all that stuff, that that stuff reflects on your kids and that's what your kids are going to do. When you guys separate, your kids going to want to go to the dad's house. When the dad's upset, she's going to want to go to the mom's house. When, when they upset at the mom, they're going to want to go back to the dad's. I mean, they're going to play pity pat with you because this is what you allow and this is what you're, this is what you're building. It, it, it starts from you. You know, it starts from the relationship. If you arguing and fighting and you're trying to teach a boy, you know, not to ever let a girl, not never let a woman run him over or make him feel less of a man or like he is not supposed to be in this world because of the way he's being treated or feel, you know, some kind of way about itself. You know, um, it starts in the house and and if you're allowing your spouse or your female spouse or what have you to talk to you crazy and all that, guess what? Your boy is going to do the same thing because you know what? Daddy did that. If you're running around as a man and you're beating your woman and doing all that stuff, guess what? He's going to do that to his wife because daddy did that. Whatever you're doing reflects, reflects off your kid. As far as the women go, um, if you're growing up to make a strong um, strong, young, black man, white man, Asian man, whatever kind of man it is. If you're trying to raise a man, you know, on your own or with somebody else and you're trying to teach him not to ever put his hands on women and doing all that other stuff. If you're beating his daddy up and you didn't beat his daddy out the house, what you think going to happen? These are things we have to think about as adults that we never have a chance to think about just because our minds is constantly racing and constantly doing other things and, you know, got... Um, just, you know, we got other things to do in life. We have, 
a generation now that's easy, real easy to manipulate and they're really gullible now. Um, so whatever you do and however you do it, social media will either correct um, correct what's, what you can't correct in your household or, or you better correct it. And the most important thing I learned you know, my experience with having, you know, 15 kids and, you know, a few relationships is you need to correct it because if, if, if for any reason or another, somebody else is going to have to correct it, like social media or your parents or anybody like that, good luck because nobody's going to raise your kid like you. Proven fact. So on that note, let's watch what we do in front of our kids let's watch what we say in front of our kids let's watch how we do things if we have to do it as a unit because we can't get along but we only get along when we're in front of you know when you're in front of the kids i think that is respectful you know you guys just go in separate houses you guys can even live in the same houses just make sure that you keep it you know cordial for the kids make sure you want to raise the kid the way you want them to be raised and act the way you want them to act. If you're running around acting an ass and, you know, cussing everybody out and going all crazy and slamming everything and beating up things and throwing things around and, you know, just going on these crazy <clears throat> adult rages in front of the kid, well, how do you think the kid's going to act? If you're taking medicine, what do you think the kid's going to say he need to take? You know, it, it, it all works. It all depends on our parenting. Yeah, we grew up, you know, us. when I say us, I mean us as parents growing up in the 60s or the 70s and the 80s. You know, 60s, mostly 60s. Because if you were born in the 80s and you got kids, and you, your parents, we got to blame that on your parents. Because evidently, they, they didn't teach you nothing, you know. But, you know, it, it's all good. It's nobody's fault. We just have to, you know, as a unit, we have to figure out what's important for us, uh, for our families. That's the most important thing. You know, I remember growing up um, and the most important thing for my family was getting together and hanging out. My family's black. Like, <laughs> I mean, most majority of the time that, you know, Black people hang out is, you know, Christmas, Easter, <laughs> and and funerals. But my family was a little different because we got together every time somebody was partying. So, you know, we had a lot of things going on. You know, we had a we had a, a cousin named Pat, which was my aunt, you know, and, and and what we called she was my cousin, but we called her my aunt because that's the way we get down, you know. Anybody who's really close to your parents. To your mom or your dad if your mom or dad consider them as a brother or sister that's your aunt or uncle plain and simple whether it's your cousin or not that's the way we that's the way we was raised um you know and, and it was a lot of it was a lot of talking to us growing up instead of hitting and beating and all that other stuff and abuse and you know sexual abuse and all that stuff it was a lot of talking and stuff um, going on with us there was drugs there was alcohol but it was easier to talk to us than do anything else with us because not only was we big kids and pretty smart, but 
our parents always went the different route away. I mean, when we was younger, yeah, we get whooped and do all that other stuff, but they kind of went a different way with it, you know? And, and they always respect the fact that I have never heard my mom and my dad argue or fight in front of me. If my mom was arguing and fighting, believe me, it wasn't with my dad. It was with somebody else. And I really appreciated that with my mom because for me, I don't like to argue and fight. Um, yes, I'm a dominant person because as I said in my, my other segment, my dad was a pimp. I'm a dominant person. I'm a Virgo, which is the sign of a female caressing some kind of animal, which makes me like, uh, it makes me two-sided. <laughs> so I'm a male, but I'm the sign of a female caressing an animal. And I do love animals to death. I actually love animals a little more than I like humans, but uh, that's another segment too. <laughs> so, yeah, enough about uh, all that. Let's. So, when what relationships like? Uh, I always tell people, what you get out your relationship is what you put in. Don't start nothing that you're not gonna end. So, if you started off as this partying guy uh, uh, you know always flossing your money going to the club driving nice cars or what have you you know I, I know one scenario uh, a friend of mine she was talking to this guy and she was so impressed by this guy constantly taking her out every weekend but he had a new car brand new car brand new whatever year it was he had a brand new car to match that year and I was like, hey, there's something suspicious with that, but don't mind me. Keep on loving who you love. Because I'm not I'm not here to make anybody life more difficult than what it is by telling them what they need and what they don't need. So anyway, so I, I constantly told her, you know, like, hey, you know, how's everything going? She's like, oh man, I'm so impressed with this guy. You always got a different car, you know, you know, whatever, you know, we go into different cities and different towns. He even dropped cars off at different places and picked cars up. So I'm like, hey, you don't think, you don't find, you don't think that's a red flag? She said, nah. I said, why? She said, because he's a businessman. And that's the way he said he get his business. I said, oh, okay, cool. So kind of come to find out, Everything that he was telling her, he had either mapped out or he was just so good at it. So when it all came down to it, they got married and they moved into with each other. So now she gets to see his everyday life. When I tell you this dude worked at a rental car company, <laughs> he worked at a rental car company. And the reason why he was able to change cars and give her and take her out to dinner because they gave him a dinner expense. So he was dropping the cards off and taking her to dinner or, you know, so on and so forth. So when she got with this dude, so happened to be getting paid minimum wage, broke as hell, whatever, whatever. She looked at me and she said, you told me so. I said, what else did I tell you though? She said, you know what? You told me it's on me and I do what I do. Not once did you ever tell me to leave him or do nothing else. No, because I'm not here to dictate what anybody want to do in their life and to make people want to do different things in their life. Whatever you're going to do in your life is whatever you want to do in your life. To each his own, we all grown. We make our own decisions. But my, my thing is, 
is I want everybody to focus in on what's important, and that's these kids. Every second, every minute count. I've been, um, I've been fortunate and unfortunate with my kids. I've been fortunate to be able to establish a physical and a mental bonding ship with my kids. Financially, I'm not the richest man in the world and having 15 kids is really expensive. So, but I was always there, you know, whether I have money or not, I was always there for them, always in their lives and stuff. So one thing I can stress to everybody, if I can do it with 15, you can do it with one. Whenever you think your life is going down the drain or you think something is going wrong in your life or anything like that, tune into my podcast, man, and check me out, listen to some of my stories, listen to what I got. You know, and I'm going to tell my whole life story on here from the good, the bad to the evil. I'm going to even take a sippy sip sip every once in a while when they get into some get into some real stuff. Just tune in with your boy Marshawn Stretch Frazier on podcast. I love all y'all. Hashtag awesome party on LBC y'all. I love my kids. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. God bless.